Hey babe, you're listening to episode 75 of the Beam Life podcast, Finding Confidence Through Style with my guest, Jax. I met Jax in our business mastermind and it's been incredible to watch her passion of styling and helping women find their confidence through that and just watch her business grow and thrive and all the amazing things she is doing for women. And I wanted to share not only her story, but share her with you in this audience because I know that there is such a deep need for exactly what she's doing, which is helping the everyday woman with her wardrobe and with her style and to find confidence through that. And um, she shares a few tips on today's episode that also brings awareness on why it's so important to find our style and that, no, babe, you are not too old, you are not too overweight, you are not too anything except totally perfect as you are. And yes, you too can have style. So let's get this party started, babe. Hey, Beam Babe, welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, where we are all about honoring your truth, prioritizing your passions, and unlocking your potential. Let's go. I'm your host, Caitlin, and it's my calling in life to create this community of like-minded, kick-ass women ready to make moves and live a life they are obsessed with. So if you're ready to be everything and more, babe, let's get this party started. Hey, Jax. How's it going, girl? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you? So great to see you and have you on the podcast. This is going to be such a fun conversation. Of course, fashion is near and dear to my heart. So to have you talking about fashion, I'm just stoked. Yeah, so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to talk all things, all things fashion. Yes, ma'am. So tell us a little bit about our listeners, because I know all about you and your fabulousness, (laughs) but tell our listeners a little bit about you and who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Jax. I am based in Austin. I'm originally from Chicago, moved down to Austin for better weather opportunities. And I'm a personal stylist here in Austin. And I also service virtually as well. So So great. I've loved to give you guys who are listening a little bit of context. I met uh, Jax through our business mastermind together, and she's always been super talented since I met her, but to watch your business thrive and these women that you're helping style and all these things that you're doing is so exciting. How did you decide to get into styling? Yeah, that's actually a, a funny question not funny question, just funny situation. So when I was little, I used to love playing dress up, loved playing dress up with Barbie dolls, Polly Pockets, whatever I could get my hands on. And we had a trunk full of dress up clothes. I almost think my parents just threw a Montessori school downstairs to (laughs) get us out. I have four older siblings. So was constantly busy doing that. And my Bubba was actually a seamstress. I just loved to sew, tried to make weird things out of whatever scraps that she had for me to play around with. So my love for clothing started at a very young age. Fast forward a a couple years and I went to thrift stores with my mom. So being the youngest of five, having five kids in your own, gotta afford clothing somehow, especially with sustainability and, and clothing was very implemented into my life at a very young age. So 
that stuck with me. And then I fell off the train for a little bit there because of, I'll be honest, societal norm. And yeah. you have to go to college, you have to get a good job and styling wasn't really a good job. So yeah. I fell off of that train and got looped into the matrix of college life and having fun and getting into to whatever I could into for graduating. <laughs> so yeah, I did go into sales, which was great. And that helped me, but lost my way a little bit and was in sales and then wasn't really my passion. And I found clothing again. So went full yes. circle. I love that story so much. And I see a lot of myself in that too. I did end up going to school for fashion, but I thought that was like what I wanted to do. And I did the mm -hmm. whole styling thing. And I too got lost in this. I like how you put it like this matrix of societal norms and you just do yes. the thing. And it was a passion of mine that I left to get into societal norms. And it's something that will always be so important to me. And I can't wait to hear like your take on fashion and why it's so important because you specifically help women, which is also my beam life listeners yes. are, are majority women. So why did you decide specifically to want to style and help women with their fashion? Yes. So within the two worlds of, of fashion, I took a little bit of a, a dip into the men's fashion, which still interests me, but mostly what I loved and grasped onto was that light and that smile, really, when you find someone and you can help them dress in an outfit and they just, they start beaming. Yes. <laughs> that is a huge reason why I just love styling women is because yes, we have a lot of different options, which is great. But when it comes down to it, finding something that fits your body and also makes you feel confident, sexy, comfortable in what you're wearing is the most important thing. And that's really what makes me excited to be a stylist. Yeah. And I love to know because I have a lot of, you know, clients that I work with my life coaching and empowerment coaching. And part of that, like that we bring in is that outward fashion and how we feel like on the outside can also be a reflection of how we're feeling on the inside. And Absolutely. a lot of times women see things in magazines and they're like, oh, I wish I could wear that. Or I'm too old and I don't have style anymore. Or I have no, nothing looks good on me. So do you believe that anyone can have style? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's interesting because fashion is a market or niche that has you in a box, right? You have grunge style or you have boho style or X, Y, yes. and Z, which is great. You can start there. But what my favorite thing is, is that I can wear grunge today and I can wear boho tomorrow. And then I can just add a little bit of my own. Yes. What my favorite thing is to say is it's your style. That's it. You might like specific things more than others. I like blacks or neutral tones, or I love color, hate wearing black, hate wearing white. And that's your style and that's it. So yes, I think anyone and everyone can have a style that's their own and having that happy medium is, is really where we want to focus on. Yeah. And how does someone know that they've found their style? What does it mean to have style? That's a great question. I think really it's just what you feel comfortable in at the end of the day, because 
I've, I for so long was trying to find things that I liked to wear, or I was trying to dress like my friends because they had these specific shirts or brands. So when I was younger in high school, I would go to the thrift store to specifically find those brands. Mm -hmm. For example, yep. that was not a great thing. <laughs> that was all just across <laughs> your chest. Just when you start thinking about what looks good on you rather than I want to look like that. I think that's, that would be my representation of that's when you found your style. I think I would rock this top. This would look so good on me because yes. you know how to style yourself, what clothes look good on you, gravitating towards those things. And that's really when you found it. Yeah. I love that answer so much because it really, it like, it's just like everything else in life, right? If we are trying so hard to keep up with the Joneses and be like yep. someone else, we never really feel like it's our own. And it's hard to have confidence and to have swagger when something just doesn't feel like you, you might have all the brands, you might do all the things and you put it on. You're just like, no. Yes. So I love how you said no style is when you, it feels like something that you authentically feel connected yes. with, and it's not something that someone else is telling you what to wear. And I think that's really unique about your styling is that you take that into consideration when working with a woman, because oftentimes, you know, I've seen other stylists in the market. They just want to tell you what's cool and trendy yes. and it's, this the isn't going to work for me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so for women listening that are like, okay, this is all great, but how yeah. do I even start to begin to discover my style? How does that work? What are some tips you have for women wanting to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think just if you're wanting to find that yourself and get a better sense of what your style is, scrolling through social media doesn't really help because it's <laughs> comparison, of course. And yes, uh, comparison is the death of creativity. So that's one of my favorite quotes that I bring up with my clients. And this is a step over moving over to the same, but in a different mindset of going to Pinterest, doing a, a Pinterest search for maybe you, you really like graphic tees, graphic tee outfits, and look up some different outfits on there or things that you have in your closet that you absolutely love. I think literally putting in the keyword box, Black trouser pants outfits, women. That's what I do sometimes and gives you some inspiration. I love and then that. start pinning those things. When you pin those things to your board, you can recreate those outfits. And that's really helpful just for inspiration if you don't have any. And that's a great start. And then it's something I mentioned as well earlier of, yes, fashion does put us into those boxes. And if you have no idea, like no idea where you want to start, take a fashion quiz. Right, like mm. you're 16 again. Yes. I know it sounds funny, but okay, you have more of a, you know, boho style or okay, Y2K, for example. That's typically the buckets that you're going to get, but yeah, that will, will show you that. And then you can decipher what type of wardrobe you want to have. You want to have a capsule wardrobe. That's a specific amount of clothing that you have in your closet you can stick to. Do you want fun pieces? You want the colorful different pops of things. And that's where you can box yourself into, I want this style with this type of clothing in my closet. I want timeless pieces, no patterns, things like that. So that's probably yeah. my, 
my best advice, my best free advice there for, for how to do that. And then of course, hiring a stylist is definitely important because I think that styling is not to say a not needed category, but a lot of people think that I don't need a stylist. I, I know what I like to wear. And yes. it's not just about what you like to wear. It's much deeper than that. So that would be my advice for them. Yeah. We hire professionals to do all the things, fix our sinks and help us with other things, our fix our cars, what other things (laughs) we don't know how to do. And if you do know how to do those things, good for you. Most of us don't know. We hire things out for all the things that we don't know. And Mm -hmm. so absolutely. And I also like what you said. It's like, a lot of people make the mistake that only like celebrities or the rich and famous have stylists. And that might've been the case 20 years ago when styling was just being like, Oh, Rachel Zoe, what's that? Oh, a stylist, a kind of just coming onto the market. But now it's like everything else. It's like having a massage therapist. It's like having a facialist. It's like having a trainer, like all the things, having someone in your corner that can work with you and help guide you. And it can be in so many different capacities. It doesn't have to be in just every day. You're not calling your stylist. It's more (laughs) of just a consulting. So that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So how can, what have you seen when you are working with a client in terms of like transformation, how, Mm -hmm. in your opinion, does fashion help a woman with her confidence? Oh, this is like one of my favorite questions because you're a walking billboard of yourself. And a lot of people don't think about that. They think that, I don't know, I I feel crappy today. So I'm going to wear sweats and and sweatshirt. And unfortunately with COVID, that was a a big thing. And and everyone is working from home. What's the trend? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My bed is right here. So I could easily just roll out of bed and sit at my desk and work. But at the end of the day, it's really, you want to dress for how you want to feel. So I want to feel like a a boss bitch today. Okay. I want to feel like that. I'm going to put on some heels. Even if I wear them for 20 minutes, it's going to make me feel good. And that's me personally. Maybe you love sneakers, but really just finding that thing that makes you feel good. Even if it's just one piece of clothing in your closet, you look at that all the time when you're in there, you know, you do in the back of your head, Oh, I want to get that bodysuit because it makes me so good. But that changes really the perspective of you. And then also to other people, because the first thing that people see obviously is maybe your face, the back of your face, but they look at your outfit and they can make an assumption based upon that. So what you want to perceive yourself as is really what you're walking down the street and that's what others see. So I want to look like, I I would say that, I guess I look pretty intimidating to (laughs) some people that walk up to me and I I don't feel that way, but sometimes maybe out at the bar, I'm like, I don't really want to talk to anybody, but (laughs) I just, I'm good. I'm 5'10 and then I put heels on. So very approachable, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yes. When I want to be, when I want to be approached, I wear some sneakers, maybe sit down. (laughs) So yes, that that's definitely a way to increase your confidence for sure. Is just putting on an awesome outfit, even splurging on one thing and wearing that every week. That's yeah. That'll change your whole outlook. Really. It does totally 
elevate everything. And I do the same thing on those days. Listen, coming from the fashion fitness industry as well. I even today, like today's my cash day. I'm cool with it. It's fine. Yeah. But I notice a massive difference when even just, okay, it's casual day, but I'm gonna put on some makeup today. And it's just feeling like I'm putting myself together in a way that honors me. And so I can show in my best self. Yes. Fashion is everything and can completely change us from in a moment's notice, right? Like it's like, for sure, who do I want to be and how would I show up as that person? So I love it. I agree. One thing you mentioned that you did as a child, and this was something you brought up was sustainable sustainability in fashion, which is really big right now, but I'm not sure everyone quite understands what is sustainable fashion. What does that mean? And then I think once they know what it means, they're going to want to get on board. So it's like, how do we do this? And tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I'll break that up into a few different parts. There's a lot of different ways that you can actually go about having a sustainable style. Of course, one of them is is sourcing secondhand. So that is a, an aspect of it, but there's also other pieces like investing only in pieces that are really going to last you years to come. That is sustainable. It might not be sustainable in someone else's opinion, but I think it is because you are investing in quality pieces and basically you'll be wearing those items over and over again for years to come. So that's another aspect of it. And then in my services, I really hone in on clothing in your closet rather than sourcing outside of your closet first, even if it's secondhand, I want you to find outfits in your own closet first. So I'll kind of go back because that was a, a summary of all three of those, but yeah, within the first sustainable attribute of sourcing and styling. Secondhand clothing is a big part of that. And that's definitely a trend now. It's great seeing people go and see them at the stores. I will say they're getting a little bit more expensive. I grew up going to them. So I was used to seeing 90 cents for a shirt. And now I'm seeing $9, $10, still a good price, but you have to look a little bit more for deals if that's what you're wanting to do. But ultimately sustainable clothing for, for secondhand sourcing looks like a lot of things. Now it's sourcing on apps. There's a couple apps like Mercari, Poshmark, eBay. And then also of course the thrift stores like Goodwill here in Texas, there's Texas thrift. So those are places that I go. And I also resell my clothes too, once I'm done wearing them because, and I could go on about this topic all day, but the (laughs) typically within the thrift stores, they only take about 30% of clothing Mm. um, that's donated. So that's just something to think about next time you are donating your clothing. They are pretty picky now about how many pieces that there are, they are putting on the floor because if you're there and you're giving away four bags of clothing, chances are 10 to 20. Someone else is too. Exactly. The same day. So imagining that intake. So that is one, one aspect of it. That's my favorite thing to do is going thrifting. And actually I would say my closet is probably 90% thrifted. So I'm very proud of that. And I try not to retail it. Not nothing against it. I just, that's how I grew up. So I live in chaos of going to the thrift stores and sifting through, and that's not for everybody. And that's also something I can help you with as well. Yeah. Um, But yes, that's the one entity there. And then I can go over the the other two. I know I'm rambling now. 
No, I think it's fascinating. It's so important too, because it plays a big environmental factor as well, because fashion production does play into our environment. So people who are more environmentally conscious, it's great to be able to reuse and resell. It's something over the last, I would say two years, I myself have gotten into, and it does like just feel better. You know what I mean? Like humanly, I feel better. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) You find some really cool stuff considering fast fashion is taking over the world right now. It's very hard to find things that are good quality items. Like actually this shirt is a Versace shirt that I thrifted. Ah, love. Yeah. I almost cried when I found it. Uh, (laughs) So it's like the best, it's like finding a treasure. Yeah, it really, (laughs) so that is transitioning into my next point too fast fashion is huge right now. And that is another topic for another day, but that is a lot of environmental issues, garment workers, things like that. So investing in those high quality pieces that are actually really good fabrics. If you do your research, even if it's a quick Google search of sustainable brands, good on you is a, an app that you can download for sustainable brands check out. So I would highly recommend that app. And even if it's just something that you're going to wear for 10 years, that will last and it will stay in style. A couple things are like a white button down leather jacket, things like that, that will stay with you. If you invest in them, you're going to wear them a hundred times. So really the cost of wear comes out to $5 each wear when you break it down. So totally. I I'll never forget. I bought my leather jacket. I don't know. It must be 12 years ago now. And it was like $500 or something, $400. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm mm-hmm. sitting. Down. I think I've probably worn it a thousand times. I'm not even yeah. kidding. It's my favorite jacket. So, and it gets better that. with age. So yeah. I totally agree. In the moment it was new, it was retail, but I, like you said, I've had it for probably 12, 13 years. So exactly. uh, yeah, we just, those pieces that stick around um, are so timeless and important to build into our wardrobe. So for sure, I am um, so just feeling so grateful to have you on here. I know that women are going to take a lot away from this because I think diving into the world of fashion can be super intimidating. We are flooded with social media all the time of absolutely what fashion is, what perfect is you need to be size zero and all of these Gosh. things and yeah, the brands you. are the same size. Literally <laughs> no. that is the biggest thing. And it's, oh man, I, I had Abercrombie jeans. I have three different sizes in them. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no so, sense. Literally yeah. no, no sense. So yeah, I think that it's just opening their eyes that you can truly create fashion at any age, at any size yes. and with pretty much any budget. And like you said, I love that you were like, first, let's not even go shopping. Let's see what's in your closet first. And let's start there, which is a huge perk. So thank you so much. And where can women listening, I'm going to put all your stuff in the show notes, but where's the best place to get more information about working with you? Yeah, honestly, just shoot me a DM. I'd love to just chat about that. I have a lot of different options and and things that I offer in terms of services, but my Instagram, if you'll add that in there, which is just Marcella underscore Boulevard, 
not my name, but my middle name. So that's to preface you on that. But yeah, just send me a, a message. I'd love to hop on a call with you. I do free consultation services and then share and we can just have a chat. So I would love that. Awesome, Jax. Thank you again so much for your time and for educating us on some fashion. Have a great day, girl. Thank you too. Bye everyone. Bye. You are the best, Bean Babe. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another Bean Babe or post it on social and tag me at The Beam Life so I can tell you thank you for helping me share the mission. You can also send me a text. Yes, a real text to 323-673-2709 where we can connect outside of the podcast. You can either chat with me one-on-one or just receive the weekly text I send to beam you up throughout your week. Anyways, it's been fun as always, and I'm honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time, keep beaming, babe.